Intergenerational Sunday, and I'm probably going to need some help from some young folks and the young at heart. That means you could come up and sit with me. I've got Dawn here. She'll be a buffer between us. Come on, don't leave me hanging up here. I'm going to have, I might have a fun prop or two. Oh, Brianna, I, I can always count on you. Thank you so much. Okay, a couple. A couple of rascals, too. Just my kind of people. Perfect. All right, well, today, those of you who didn't come up, just so you know, it's going to be pretty cool, because I want to talk to you a little bit about your Halloween costume, if you had a Halloween costume. Did anyone have a Halloween costume? Did anyone dress up as a superhero? What superhero did you dress up as? Spider-Man. My favorite superhero, it just so happens. Slinging webs, swinging around, catching thieves. Yeah, just like flies. <laughs> we don't want a copyright violation on YouTube, everybody. Let's be very careful. Uh, I happen to do a little drawing here. I can't take any credit for it, but look at my cool superheroes that I made. Right? Look at those. Should we give them some names? Um, this guy is Randy the Incredible, and he can tell you what treatment you need for your combination skin immediately. Believe me, that is a superpower. Anyone have an idea for a name for one of these superheroes? I was thinking of this one, Aquaman. Aquaman? Oh, well, that's a, that guy already exists. You're allowed to invent one right now. Actraman. Okay. He's a, an actor. Oh, what's your favorite? That's you? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I think that's part of it, right? When, you're, when you uh, read a comic book or watch one of those superhero things, there's a part of you that wants to be a part of a story where the bad guys, when it looks like they're going to win, the bad guys are just about to make their evil plan come to life when one of these superheroes comes along and shoots a web or punches or lasers or waters or combination skins. That's the thing. That's, that, could, that could be a super, That's a superpower. I mean, come on. That's a superpower. So just think about that. Whenever we read one of those superhero stories, we're trying to be a part of a story where the good guys win and the bad guys lose. Sometimes that's the punchingest puncher. Sometimes that's the slipperiest, stretchiest guy. Sometimes that's the dude that can shoot laser beams out of his eyes. Sometimes that's the woman that can make thunder come out of the sky. Am I missing out on something great here? No? Okay, good. Well, I bet you didn't know that the church, the historical church in the world, has its own, I don't know if you call them superheroes, but they're definitely heroes. Can I tell you about two of them? Well, I was, I'm going to tell you either way. Either way, I don't need... It's going to happen. All right, here's the first one. Anyone know the name of this chap? With a couple of guesses, I heard. St. Francis, of course. It might be... Am I wrong when I say St. Francis might be the... Is he the most popular saint ever? And what, what was the origin story? 
because of course the superhero's got to have an origin story. The origin story of St. Francis is a really rich kid with lots of privileges, giving all of that up to live a life of simplicity and to root his spirituality in a connection to nature, animals. I don't know if you remember a couple weeks ago, we talked about the moon, like connecting to the moon, like what a what an idea, right? I've got a second one here. Any guesses on who it's going to be? It's going to be a woman, one of the doctors of the church, a genius, mystic, Spain. There we go, yeah. Now her, uh, she's got a pretty cool origin story, not to mention being an absolute genius and uh, with a capacity to describe the life of a mystic better than maybe anyone, and entering into a world dominated by man and making them all look like buffoons most of the time. Pretty terrific. But you'll notice sometimes pictures of her with an arrow in her chest, which is a little bit wild. Does anybody know why there's an arrow in her chest sometimes when people make pictures of her? No? Okay, fair enough. She said that when she had an encounter with the love of God, it felt like an arrow right in her heart. Which is kind of a powerful image. And I also want to know, how did you know what it felt like to get hit with an arrow? Um, Because maybe that's a whole other story. Really, really neat. Now here's the one thing. With a superhero story, we try and make ourselves a part of a story where the bad guys don't win because someone knew how to punch better, knew how to laser better, knew how to be electrical better than anybody else. Yeah, the electrical guy, whatever that guy's name was. And the villains had to lose because those superheroes knew how to like shoot a web real good. The superheroes of the church are a little bit different. We listen to the... Jesus talking about the Beatitudes, where it talks about meekness and littleness and humility, kindness and peace. Whenever we in the church look at these saints, we're not looking at them because we think they were the ones who showed us how to punch the villain the hardest. The saints of the church remind us that there is a way of living in a world that, yes, There are villains. Yes, there are meanness and unkindness. Yes, there are incredibly unfair things. But there is a way of living in the world that is peaceful, that is simple, that is little, that is gracious, that is kind, that doesn't look for the spotlight, that doesn't have to have the microphone all the time. A way of being in the world that gives us courage to live that life. Because there's one thing these saints had. It was a terrific amount of courage in a discouraging world. Does anyone have a favorite saint that they want to yell out? Anyone have one? I mean, we're Baptists, I know. We we are not a part of the official roster of sainthood. Cecilia? Why St. Cecilia? Music, of course, the choir. Patron saint of music, that's good. I'm a big fan of St. Lawrence of Rome, patron saint of comedians, (laughs) who while being roasted alive for refusing to hand over the money of the church, told the Roman soldiers, I think I'm done on this side. You can turn me over. 
wild, right? I said intergenerational. I didn't say PG. Any other favorite saints out there? You can spread it, cast a wider net if you like. Frank Patch. Oh, okay, that's a local saint, right? Right now, if I had to nominate a saint, I think I would go for Dolly Parton. People are calling Dolly Parton a secular saint right now because she is embodying generosity and the use of her money and her voice in ways that a lot of celebrity and famous people aren't. But I will tell you, I've got one more of my cool drawings. If I can get it out of the pulpit here. It's like over 500 of them here. It's hard to organize. This right here is my favorite saint. I made my own icon for it. Let's face it, there's the saints in history that we know. I'm telling you, rascals are my kind of people. I went to an event down in Atlanta, and I was sitting with a whole bunch of strangers, and they did this wordplay thing where they said, oh, what word would you use to identify? You can't think about it at all. And I just said, rascal. And they all looked at me like maybe they should have picked a better group to be in, but that's fine. <laughs> My favorite saint is the unknown saint, because of course, the unknown saint was so good at being a saint that they stayed on the secret the whole time. They kept their secret identity at all times. I know that's a challenging thing for superheroes to do. Their secret identity is very important. But the unknown saint was in the background doing all kinds of things and being kind and loving and gracious and making peace and being simple and alive and real and honoring the human experience. But no one ever heard about it. No one made a stained glass window about them. Uh, I, I made some radiant beams, of course. Beaming out from the unknown saint. But do you notice what the unknown saint is wearing? An apron. The unknown saint serves the world. And those of you who've worked in the service industry know, of course, the unknown saint wore an apron. I mean, come on. So when I think about saints in the world, sure, it's kind of cool to have the names of the famous people we know. And sometimes the crazy stories that they tell, the wild acts of courage that they did, and sometimes the miracles they got to be a part of. But what gets me really excited is thinking about the people of faith in history who resisted the forces of this world with every fiber of their being and embodied a kind of living that stirs my heart and the kind of living that I want to spend the rest of my life inviting people to. And I think the best part is if we actually got to meet the unknown saint, they would be very irritated that we found them in the first place. And then if they told us the stories of their life, they would tell us very ordinary stories about struggle, about feeling like they hadn't done a very good job, feeling like they weren't good enough to do the thing, maybe even some things they were deeply ashamed and embarrassed of. But the thing is, a saint is just a person who encountered the grace of God and let it spill out of their lives and into the world around them. Amen.